Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. That was right on key, wasn't it? How does it happen? the same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find special bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Ben Adam Architect, Celeste, the Dinger Trading Company, and Turfmaster. Art Humphreys is our guest today. Art is retired now after serving in the Navy 20 years, owning a successful PR and marketing company, and serving his country again in the State Department in Iraq. Now he works harder than ever on causes he believes in. Best of all, dogs would introduce him as my great friend, Welcome, Art. We're so happy to have you join us today. Thanks, Meg. Well, Art, you have had dogs since you were five years old. Mm -hmm. So what made you a dog person? Ooh, uh, I suppose it was my dad who introduced dogs to the family Uh when we were living in the Philippines. Yeah. And unfortunately, I, I lost two of my dogs there to rabies. Oh, no. Well, we'll have to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, wow. So what made you like dogs so much? Uh, Because they were always faithful to me Uh and great companions and loving, and they paid attention. Kind of better than children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's a free will thing because that's another show. (laughs) 
Well, you know, you mentioned you had um, two dogs that had rabies in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and you also had another dog at a later time that had rabies as well. Tell us about rabies. We don't hear it about it so much anymore because of all the veterinary treatment these days and vaccinations. Well, it's three dogs that I've lost to rabies over time, and it's an awful disease. Cases of human rabies cases in the U.S. are pretty rare now. Like only one to three cases are reported a year. Wow, that's not acor- many. According to the CDC. So, But my luck with dogs uh, early on uh, might be a record with those three dogs with rabies by the time I was nine years old. That's amazing. So what are the symptoms of rabies? So we see, my experience in any case, dogs cowering and being a, a bit vicious Mm-hmm. And, and certainly frothing at the mouth. At that point, it's way too late. I was bitten by two of those dogs wow. in the Philippines, and as a result, had to had to get inoculations in the belly. Ouch. You know, and as a five and six year old, that's a pretty unhappy experience. I'm sure it is. But with the uh, the limited rate of rabies that we've seen in the U.S., one to three a year reported by CDC, uh, I think we're in pretty good shape. We see a lot of animals out there in the wild, though. Armadillos around here, for one, are, are known to carry mm-hmm. rabies. Mm-hmm. So we want to be clear of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank goodness for vaccinations, because you don't really hear about it so much. I, I remember maybe 20 years ago, there were problems with coyotes having it in South Texas. And so they were able to drop, I guess, food that had the vaccine in it so they would eat it. And um, it stopped the spread. So it's really amazing how effective that is to stop disease. And, you know... Thinking about this whole thing, it really makes me think about the word disease. It's dis-ease. And so we think about all the times we feel uneasy. Makes me wonder if there's a way that we as people can be inoculated (laughs) or vaccinated against unease and disease. Uh, well, you, you know, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because Oxford has defined, given a second definition of, of disease and says it's a particular quality, a habit or a disposition regarded as adversely affecting a person or a group of people. Interesting. Disease. And we see that in our world today. All over the place. And Satan has taken hold, unfortunately. And and we've all sort of uh, fallen back and ease. Think somebody else will take care of this. This isn't our problem. Well, you know, we give up a lot to the Lord. And when do we quit fighting Satan? Well, you know, it's really interesting because I, before the show, we talked about some of our favorite books. And I think both of our favorite books is Screwtape Letters. Exactly. And very often I think of it, and I really highly recommend it to our listeners. It's a little bit of a challenge to read it because it's kind of written backwards. And so you kind of constantly have to remind yourself who's talking. But I always think of that little angel on my shoulder and the little devil on my shoulder. And that's kind of what Screwtape Letters is about. Screwtape is helping Wormwood learn how to talk to us in a way that would produce disease, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that there's a vaccine and an inoculation. It is. It's <laughs> through it, God. It's the word. <laughs> yeah. You know, our yeah. Bible, if we study that and uh, and appreciate it and believe it mm-hmm. and trust in the word, mm-hmm. then we have a great path forward. Yeah. And we, that's our inoculation. You know, our recent guest was talking about that 
from the standpoint of God doesn't always ask us to do easy things, but he usually asks us to do the best thing. Mm -hmm. So that would be a case where we need to overcome that screw tape talking in our ear with the word of God, isn't it? It is. Don't diss the ease Mm -hmm. of taking the Lord's guidance. Mm -hmm. Pray about it and believe it and trust it and do it regularly. Well, you know, it's really interesting sometimes the, the conversation that God initiates through things that we kind of take for granted, like that visit to the veterinarian when they say, it's time to renew the rabies shot for your dog. So next time you do, I hope you think about inoculating yourself with God's word. You did have some great experience with dogs that didn't have rabies, thank (laughs) Thank goodness. And one of those dogs was a little Yorkshire Terrier that you got after high school, I think you told me. Tell me about that dog. So I had the the great benefit, along with a a bunch of other kids from my hometown in Minnesota, uh, to uh, take a summer's break studying in England. And while there, uh, one of my uh, one of my pals wanted to pursue purchase of a couple of Yorkies. Well, I always wanted a West Highland Terrier, but I couldn't find one from a breeder nearby. So I finally went with a Yorkie. Uh-huh. And when that Yorkie came home to me in Minnesota as a little puppy, man, we just got to be great buddies, and we went everywhere together. And well, mostly with me, but <laughs> but that little Yorkie had the strangest name that Blue Saxon Patenantis. I'm not calling that dog Blue Saxon Patenant. I can't get that out. And <laughs> I can just see you going to the door to call him in. Okay, so remember the period of time. I'm older than dirt, so at at 72. So this is back in 1967, right? And so different era, different things going on. People were wearing colorful bell bottoms and doing all kinds of weird stuff. And that was Woodstock days. So I said, oh, I want to be cool. I want to name my dog Cat. So I called him Cat. (laughs) And it it took. Everybody loved it. I got a dog named Cat. I said, all right. Really? Would you do that again? I don't know. (laughs) No. But it was fun. And and it sounds like Cat, the dog, dog. um, really got along well with the neighborhood, didn't he? He was so good with children. In in our little neighborhood, all the moms would let the kids out to play if Cat was out playing because Cat would take care of them. He was a great babysitter. Mm-hmm. And all the moms could go off and have coffee together or whatever and not worry because if a car was coming down the road, Cat would chase the kids off the street and keep them there till the car passed. Wow. And it was, it was instinctive. Uh, on on his part to do those kinds of things. It's fabulous. That's neat. Well, he was quite a protector, wasn't he? He was very protective uh-huh. and and of us as well. He was, uh, wasn't was just another lap dog. He worked hard. He had a job to do mm-hmm. and he was happy to do it. That's neat. That's neat. Well, I know you've had other dogs and a favorite that we'll talk about in a minute after I tell you and our listeners about our sponsors and our website. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, 
And because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodInOurDogs.com, with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. Check out the show webpage for regular updates, resources, and thoughts to ponder. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Art Humphreys. And Art is a retired naval officer, business owner, and civil servant. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Pastor Pete Johnson from Christ of the Hills Church, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Before the break, Art told us about his dog named Cat. Plus, we learned some devastating information about rabies, but the good news about inoculation. (laughs) So, Art, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a real honor to be here, Meg. Thank you. And I can't wait for us to talk a little bit about your, really the, the dog that was really your biggest, greatest companion, Cammie. Tell us about Cammie. Cammie was very special in that I think she was born to it. Never mind that she was a mostly corgi. She was a rescue dog, and uh, she had an interesting upbringing. It was, uh, she was rescued uh, by a dog trainer from being eliminated as a puppy. Oh, wow. In a, in a puppy mill or a, somewhere along the line. And sort of sad to think about the prospect of that. That's hard, but the good news is that she was rescued uh, out of some woman's good heart. Well, this woman was a retrainer of bad dogs, dogs that had been, had been abused, dogs that had been used for fighting. And Cammie was always at her side from puppy to two years old. Well, as a result, not only was she bred as a herder and had that instinct in her, growing up around all those tough big dogs, she didn't have any fear of anything. Wow, that's something. And, and it, was, it was a delight to see that. Never mind that when the, the day that she came home to me and the door opened and Cammie and I saw each other, I mean, she ran right over to me. And it was sort of like instant love. You know, it was fabulous. And, uh, and, and things just got better from, from there. She knew that her, that her job, uh, that she had a job to do, and we started to see it the very first time we, we went out for a walk, and in our little neighborhood was a playground full of kids. She stuck with those kids as they were playing, and when a stranger came by, she chased the stranger away. Wow. And, and we loved it, and the moms loved it too, because like Kat did, uh, back home in Minnesota, Cammy would uh, take care of those children, and the mothers knew it, and I knew it. That was the first sign. It was so fun. We lived on a golf course, and sitting there on the on the back porch one evening at the men's ninth tee on Reston National Golf Course, and Cammy had been playing with one of the neighbor dogs, a 125-pound German Shepherd. <laughs> All of a sudden, things got quiet, and we didn't see the dogs anywhere. I got up and looked around, and there was that German Shepherd on his back, all four legs in the air, and Cammy, all four legs on the ground, right over in the middle of him, holding him down. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> I said, that's my dog. 
<laughs> well, oh, we use great. that golf course as sort of our own, all the neighbors and I, all as, as sort of our own dog park. So when the last golfer went by in the evening, often we'd all, all the neighbors and, and our dogs would go out for a walk together. Well, Cammie would gather up all the other dogs, sort of herd them around and let them play. And then she'd go over and stand off on the side and, uh, and keep an eye out with her back to the rest of the dogs. I think that's that herder instinct in her. I love that about her. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. It sure seems to me like Cat the dog and Cammy had a lot in common as far as being a protector and a guardian. Did you teach them how to do that? I helped develop it. They already had it in them. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a gift that we get from God through our animals, dogs in particular, that, uh, that they're given to us as guardians. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, it, and it works really well. And if we, if we respect them and develop that trust with each other and that loving trust, then we're both growing from it mm-hmm. and we both gain by it. Yeah. It's a fabulous feeling. Yeah. Well, you know, Art, it makes me wonder a little bit and the protector guardian nature of God if we plug into his presence, we can feel that. And mm-hmm. I just wondered, did you ever feel that way when you were in Iraq? You weren't necessarily behind a desk. No, ma'am. So did you ever feel that kind of protection and guardianship through your relationship with God? I did. As a matter of fact, there were uh, three, probably five times that uh, I probably shouldn't be here because I was working downrange sort of a one-off sort of mission with the greatest army in the world, best soldiers I've ever known about in all of my history, reading history, who took great care of me and covered me during the day for my missions. And those young men and women would, uh, would come back uh, late in the afternoon with me and uh, drop me off, and they'd go get a nap and dinner and go out and do their, their army mission, mm-hmm. different than, uh, than covering for me. But there were uh, there were times when uh, when uh, when shots were fired and when uh, bombs went off and that it could have been me, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't. It was you know 20 yards away, or it was the next day in the same place with somebody else. And I and I thank God for that every day. And I have never ever lost sight that it was it was our Lord and His angels watching over me. And I see that uh, coming back to me. And was it, was it my deceased mom and, and, and my little sister that, uh, that we lost uh, shortly after birth? Or was it my dogs mm. who were all, <laughs> wa- all those angels watching over me? Mm-hmm. I give it up to all of them and I thank them all from God through Cammie and Cat and some of the horses mm-hmm. I've, I've had. That, uh, and, I, and I trust that it's all them. Uh, operating out there, and I thank them every night. Yeah, that's that's really neat. And one of the other themes that I kind of see interwoven is with your relationship with your dogs is loyalty, trust, and respect. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like that's had such a big impact on your life. And I, I think we can see so much of what God is all about is trust. We can trust him. Absolutely. I mean, we can be difficult, you know, as human beings, but God doesn't treat us badly as long as we acknowledge 
acknowledge our sins and uh, and ask forgiveness and believe and trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I've done the same thing with my dogs and my other animals. You know, they've uh, they can act badly, <laughs> and so can I. And that's what's fabulous about dogs, isn't it? They have really short memories when you know, when they see you acting badly or or you say a a, a bad word to them or something that uh, simply out of uh, out of anger or frustration. And uh, they turn around and give you that, give you love right back and, mm-hmm. and put you in your place and say, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can learn so much from our dogs and how fast time goes when we're talking about two of our favorite subjects, God and dogs. <laughs> so before we leave, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that even though you're retired and I'm using air quotes, you are really passionate about a lot of volunteer activities that you're involved in. And one of which is the Kendall County Youth Ag and Equestrian Center. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Kendall County Youth Agriculture and Equestrian Center is home to more than 400 4-H, FFA, and junior livestock members who participate in agriculture and equestrian activities, in competitions and educational enterprises. It's a fabulous organization. I've never seen one like that before till I came to the Bernie area. It's exciting to see the kids participate, excuse me, the children, because <laughs> the children uh, do their own goat rope. Yeah, I was gonna say so, the children aren't goats. So. <laughs> and, it's, and it's fun to watch Mutt and Bustin. And, uh, and in fact, the Kendall County Youth Agriculture and Equestrian Center, Y-A-E-C, we call it YAC for short, uh, uh, does an annual fundraiser and family fun rodeo. Yeah, and, and that's coming up soon, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. On the first Saturday, the 1st of October. We're really excited about that. It's the one fundraiser that we do a year. YAC does not have any paid staff. All the money that we raise for that organization goes directly to the children and to facility maintenance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you give away scholarships too, don't you? Do scholarships. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that Family Ranch Rodeo Fest uh, coming up on the on Saturday the 1st is going to be fun for the whole family. And if you haven't been to it, it's a real hoot. The weekend kicks off uh, with goat roping on Friday night at, at 7. Uh, and then on Saturday, the rodeo starts at 3.30 and followed by mutton busting and a dance with the tailgaters. Oh, that's fun. It, it's a fun group if you haven't yeah. heard them. And they'll be silent and live auctions with the San Antonio uh, rodeo tickets, vacation spots, uh, fishing trips, hunts, and accessories to go with it from organizations such as Joshua Creek and from Wilkerson's, uh, uh, co-located uh, here uh, at Wheeler's. The rodeo, Saturday, October the 1st, gates open at 1 p.m., and the rodeo starts at 3.30, so y'all come. Okay, so how do people get tickets? Tickets are available at the gate. At the gate, okay. It'll be $20 each. Okay. And uh, that gets you into the to the whole event and there'll be a, uh, there'll be refreshments of, uh, of all kinds and uh, food great uh, a lot of barbecue and uh, and dancing great and I bet there's a website if people want to learn more about the mission there certainly is that kcyaec.org kcyaec.org okay so it just is like it you think it would be it stands for Kendall County Youth Ag and Equestrian Center kcyaec.org. Great. Supporting 400 plus children from our area. Uh-huh. Great. Doesn't get better. 
Well, thank you, Art, for joining us today. It's really been a lot of fun. And I wish you the best with your volunteer work out at the center. Thank you very much, Meg. Thank God. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. We talked about rabies today. I don't give much thought to its devastating impact on dogs since the vaccine is so effective. It makes me ponder. Since Jesus can inoculate us from the uneasiness in life, how does he want to work with me and with us to strengthen our relationship? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Cynthia Parsons Commercial Real Estate, Cibolo Family Medicine, Tusculum Brewing, and David Phillip, CPA. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe to your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following helps the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers Team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers Team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers Team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers Team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com.